Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to Let's Reset Faith Friday edition. Again, I apologize for my voice. I am losing it, but I will get it back um, within the next couple days. But it's Faith Friday, episode two of Faith Friday. And um, last week, I shared a little bit of my story on my journey to faith and how I came to find the Lord. And so if you're if you're wondering, so maybe why should I listen to this guy or, you know, who is this guy in his faith? Go listen to um, last week's Faith Friday's edition, My Journey to Faith. Um, kind of give you the idea of um, why and when I decided to just give it all to the Lord and the things that have happened in my life since then. Um, but moving forward from then, today... Uh, I want to talk about I want to talk about being damaged. Um, different ways you could say it: damaged goods, um, us humans being damaged, <clears throat> and we all have damaged areas of our life. Rich, what do you mean? Um, we all have things in our childhood, our past, or even things that are affecting us now. They're creating damaged areas in our life where it's created trust issues. Maybe we've created financial burdens on ourselves. Maybe we've created um, improper identities in ourselves, in the world. There's things that cause us to have damaged areas in our life. And I want to talk about how God, one, is the only one that can cover those damaged areas, take care of you. But two, that no matter what, even with those damaged areas, he is seeking you out. Okay, so part of this, I got this part of this from my um, my personal own Bible study within the last two weeks. I've also done a little research and the word with it myself. Um, but I'll, to keep to go right into it, uh, there's this character in the Bible, uh, Mephibosheth. Say that five times fast. But um, in the book of Samuel, okay, just give a little brief. I got to give a brief description of what happens in the book of Samuel here to understand who this character is, Mephibosheth. Okay, in the book of Samuel, in the beginning. Um, there's this ruler, Saul, okay? He has a son named Jonathan, and Jonathan's son is Mephibosheth, okay? Saul is the king. He was appointed by the Lord to be king. The Lord gave him all this. Problem was, as moving forward, as if you were to read um, in the word, I'm just not going to get too much into it because it's not the point I want to get across today. But Saul kind of goes off the rails, off the track, off the path of what the Lord was guiding him. Okay? And then from there, this war happens. And in the same day, Saul, King Saul, and his heir, Jonathan, die at their own swords. They was, it was losing, it was going badly. They didn't, you know, you're not going to take my life. I'm going to take my own. So they both died at their own swords in one day. So you take this whole kingdom, 
the king and the heir both fall in one day. Now, when this happened, Mephibosheth, Jonathan's son, was five years old. So when this news arrived to where he was at, that both his father and his grandfather were now passed away, they knew that the war was over and that the other army was going to basically kill anyone who was in the house of Saul. So meaning anyone who's related to Saul, that way no heir to the throne is available to um, take its place. Now, when that news came to where um, Mephibosheth was, in the book of uh, 2 Samuel uh, chapter 4, verse 4, Jonathan, son of Saul, had a son who was crippled at his feet when he was five years old. Now, crippled in this terms, um, basically means damaged. Damaged area of his life. This is what happens. Crippled at his feet when he was five years old. When the news about Jonathan and Saul came, his nurse took him up and fled. And as she fled in her haste, he fell and became lame. Now, lame in this term, back uh, lame back then, just meant crippled. They used lame for a lot of different things. Uh, but basically, a damage, very physically um, visible damage was done to his body. He became lame and his name was Mephibosheth. Okay. Now with that, they ended up fleeing. King David, who was the ruler of the other army, ends up taking over the lands appointed by God. Okay. And David had this real strong, close connection with the Lord. Um, everyone admired it. Um, and that's not, it's not the point I want to get across, but I just, you need to know that he was appointed by the Lord at this time and was ruling over the kingdom and took over the kingdom at this point. Now, as years went on, Jonathan, son of Saul, okay, who took his own life, who was technically enemies of David, Saul hated David. Jonathan and David, however, were actually kind of close. And they Jonathan had actually saved David's life when they were younger, when um, he knew that his father was trying to kill David. And Jonathan let David know this. David made a pact saying, thank you. I will always have your back um, and basically respect for your family name. Even though he was at war, he was going to go at war with King Saul. Now, years passed. He's walking throughout um, the palace. He's like, you know what? He asked one of his servants, is there anyone left in the house of Saul? And the servant who actually he asked was a member um, who served Saul. So he knew a lot about it. He said, yes, there's actually his grandson. He's lame. He's crippled. And he lives um, out of someone else's, um, someone else's good work. Down in Lodabar. Now, Lodabar um, is a term where nothing grows. It's dry. Um, desert. Basically, just this un... 
non-beautiful, unflourished place. And he was saying all this and he hadn't even said Mofibosheth's name. He was describing him by his crippledness. Now, I want to talk about his crippledness. His nurse dropped him when he was five years old and crippled him for life. We all have damaged areas in our life that were not our faults. That is okay. Things happened to us when we were kids. Maybe a little bit older, teenagers, even in adults now that affect our lives that were not our fault and have created these damaged areas in our life. Now, King David told his servant, I want you to go, go fetch Mephibosheth and bring him to the palace. You know, story short, they go fetch him. They bring him to the palace. Mephibosheth drops to his knees. Because want, he wants nothing to do with the, um, with the kingdom. He figures that he's out to kill him because they found out that he was in hiding because he's a descendant of Saul. And King David, representing God, the Lord, he is the king of this amazing kingdom. Okay? In 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 7. He calls Mephibosheth by his first name. Doesn't address his crippleness. Doesn't address the things that have affected him in his life. Calls him by his first name. And God does the same thing. No matter what in your life, when God reaches down to you, he reaches down to your heart, not your circumstances, not what other people think that... Um, identifies you not what you think identifies you he reaches down into your heart and reaches you by your true name now second samuel verse 9 chapter 7 he talks about later in the verse i will make i will re restore your lands and you shall eat at my table always. Restore his lands. His grandfather was the king. Which means his lands is that entire kingdom. And then he's going to bring him to the king's table always. Like how could how how could how could King David give away the whole kingdom? Like how is he still king? Because God has plans to bring more blessings, more grace, everything into your life when you uh, when you trust Him, when you believe in Him, when you follow His path, and you bring identity into God. When you identify yourself with the Lord, now. This is the type of grace that God is showing. A family member of the family that tried to kill David. <clears throat> he brings him to the table. Now imagine this. Mephibosheth is crippled at the legs. 
He became crippled when he was five. He's been crippled his entire life. He is crippled at the legs. Now, when he's sitting at the king's table, when you sit at a table, what do you see? You see torso and above. This is right here explaining when you come to the Lord and you start sitting at the Lord's table, he covers up your crippledness, brings you to the Lord's table, and you sit there forever, no longer identified by your damaged area, damaged life, um, things that have hurt you and brought you down in your life. Okay, now I want to explain something. That's that is the story of Mephibosheth and things move forward from there but the late move moving forward from that story in second samuel doesn't necessarily get a point the cross uh get a get up get across the point i'm trying to say so i'm gonna stop there now we all a lot of us know the story of moses okay lord sent god sent him to egypt to free everybody now some people know in exodus Four, chapter 10 through 31 in Exodus God is giving him all these things to do to say all these demands right God is appointing him to work for the Lord the first thing God said the first thing Moses says to God is I my entire life I've had I I, I stutter I I don't think I I, 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 I I can get that across to the king. And what he's saying is he has a damaged area in his life. Now, this part he was born with. You know, he this stuttering, this, pe- this speech impediment, born with it. Right? Why would, why would God go to somebody with a speech impediment to go talk to the king, to convince the king to let his people go? Is because crippleness has nothing to do with God appointing you. Has nothing to do with having identity in the Lord, having a calling with the Lord. God provided everything Moses needed to get that done. Now I'm gonna leave that's that's all I'm gonna go into that story. Cause I want I just want to get that point across. We all have damaged areas in our life. Those are just some examples that I wanted to share with you from the word. Okay, and for example, an outside um, affliction on me that has created a damaged area in my life. I have developed a lot of trust issues when it comes to uh, making friendships. I'm working on it. I'm giving it to the Lord and it's gotten a lot better. But the cause of it is growing up I have consistently lost friends because of because of how I my personality how I've acted and you know what's crazy is part of that personality the reasons why I've lost some of some of my friends growing up is an, is actually another thing another damaged area in my life I've suffered from um, being affected from other people in my family of alcoholism and Alcoholism running in my family. I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life. Um, I don't 
I don't trust myself. I don't, I've never been appealed to it. I don't judge anyone who does. That's just who I, that's just my, um, my own wantings for my life. Now, because of this, I, I have become very, I've become very uncomfortable with alcohol in the past. And in that I lost friendships because people were judging because people thought I was judging them. And then people left me. And then all of a sudden I started creating these trust issues. Now, when I came to the Lord, started working on this, it has released me from that uncomfortability. I'm comfortable around alcohol. I've become better with my friends. Now, even now, better doesn't mean perfect. I'm still damaged, still working on it, still giving it to the Lord. The Lord has appointed friends in my life who, no matter my damaged goods, continue to reach out to me. And that is how I know, that's how I know the Lord appointed them to be in my life. Is because no matter how much I push away, how much I stutter, how much I hold back, they continue to reach out to me and show their grace. That's, that's the kind of friend the Lord points in your life. And it has completely changed my life. I'm working on it. It's a damaged area in my life that I'm going through and working on right now. I even just talked about it with my best friend literally two days ago on the phone. Um, back in California. And I just want you to know, in your life, whatever damaged area you have, The Lord is the one that will call you by your true name, your true calling, not identify you with your damaged area, not identify you with what you've done in your life, the decisions that we've made, but your heart reach out to who you truly are in God's image and reach out to you. So with that, I'd like to conclude this episode with prayer. Before that, I'd like to open it up where you guys can email me at letsresettogether.com. You can send a voice message. If there's something you would like me to pray for you for privately, Uh, or or put on my prayer list to continue to pray for message me there voice message um, view through anchor or email at let's reset together um, at gmail.com and I can do that for you right now let's end this together with prayer Lord we thank you Lord that when you continue to strive and reach for us with your grace is out of your love you reach for us not identifying us with our crippledness our damaged areas the things that we've done of our life but who we are in your eyes which is your children you reach into our hearts to bring us closer to you lord to heal our damaged areas 
Now, Lord, I pray that everyone out there um, opens up to you, Lord, 100% honest with you about expressing that damaged area in their lives, in our lives, Lord, and that you come down and help us heal that area in our lives. Restore our lands and bring us to the king's table, Lord, um, as you have done in the past, Lord. And we just, we are truly grateful for the sacrifices you have made, Lord. And just ask that you continue to show that grace um, and make it present for those of us that don't necessarily see it right away. And for anyone out there, Lord, it's maybe hearing this or getting close to you for the first time, help them walk at their own pace. Help them find you at their own pace, Lord. Reach into them and guide them the way they're supposed to be guided, Lord. And we say this in your name. Thank you guys for listening to episode two of Faith Friday, Being Damaged. My name is Rich. We Next podcast will be on Tuesday. Yes, it's Christmas, but it will come out Tuesday like I promised. And then next Friday will be next episode of Faith Friday. Thank you guys, and I'll talk to you guys next week.